What's up, Firmamentalists? This is your host, Raul. Got the brother Alex with me. And you're going to hear an episode with a tremendous guest that we have, Adrian from the Lone Star State, who we heard on the Flat Earth Files and brought him on. He's got tremendous information and is just a wonderful human being and a high energy guy and has a lot of knowledge that he's going to share. But just wanted to remind you folks that the Firmamental website is up and running, the firmamentalpodcast.com. Go check us out. Leave a speak pipe message. Check out the Firma shop. We got tons of clothes, gear, coffee mugs, flags, stickers, uh, hoodies, all kinds of stuff for you guys to enjoy for the holidays. So go cop yourself something. Go cop something for one of your loved ones, your kids, your parents, your friends, any cousins, anybody that you could think of out there um, that could rock this truth or gear and help support the movement. And remember, we got a new email. Alex, what's that email? It's permamentalpodcast at gmail.com. And that's the email that we want you guys to use. We've been getting a lot of emails in different inboxes. So from here on out, we're going to be using that one to communicate with you guys. And remember, like I said, utilize that speed pipe message system and you can possibly hear yourself. Uh, we'll play it. We'll play it before an episode or we'll have an episode where we respond to those messages. So with no further ado, let's roll into this episode. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Firmamental Podcast. I am your host, Raul. We got the brother Alex with us. Say what's up, Alex. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Firmadome. And uh, yeah, we got a special guest with us today. Uh, no housekeeping. We're going to record it and you'll hear it before you hear this. So we're just going to jump into it with today's guest. And we have a very special guest, an individual that Alex heard on Flat Earth Files and immediately hit me up and was like, hey, man, you need to go listen to this episode of Flat Earth Files. This guest is tremendous. And, and so obviously I uh, went and listened to the episode and I was like, you're right, man. We need this guy on Firmamental. So with no further ado, we got the guest that was on Flat Earth Files. We reached out to him and he's here with us today and we're very happy to have him. His name is Adrian and he's from the Lone Star State of Texas. Say what's up to the Firmamentalist, Adrian. What's happening, Firmamental family? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like I said, we linked up through like a, a, a lot of our previous guests, we've linked up through George Hobbs. Um, shout out to Flat Earth Files, George Hobbs, the fact hunter as well. Generally, uh, we always shoot him out. Yep. For sure, man. We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for him. We got a lot of podcasts going now too. Scipio dispatches from reality, talking stit. You know, we just keep expanding. So, uh, go ahead and and, and just uh, let them know about yourself, where you're from, uh, the things you like to do, your line of work, and your passions, and then we'll get into some of the subject matter because I know you could talk it all, man. You could talk. Uh, <laughs> you could talk health. You could talk flat Earth. You could talk esoteric subject matter, conspiracy theories. I'm down. Oh, let's go. 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 Let's go. You're strap the, in. You're, Everybody, yeah, strap you're in. The, <laughs> you're the pilot of this ship today, man. So, oh, fun. come on. No, just oh. no. Just, just let the firm fam know a little bit about yourself for those that yeah. didn't hear you before. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, you know, re Californian, 41 years, and, and now I'm in Texas. And uh, shout out to the Lone Star State taking me and the fam in. And uh, my son was born here. We left while he was eight months in the womb. 
And, uh, you know, we feel that, uh, that the, number one, we were called to the state just because we wanted to get deeper in our walks with Christ. We wanted to have a, a, a centered, a Christ centered, um, development for my teenagers, uh, my teenager who was at the time she was 12 and now she's 14 and she's actually doing well. Um, uh, she's doing nails now and, and she's one of the best around in the area and, and she's, she's doing amazing. And for a while I was a little concerned because, uh, when you come from a woke state like California, it's, it's, uh, kids get lost real quick out there. You know, you guys all heard of the Seattle grunge scene and things of that nature, but it's up and down the West coast, Oregon. I mean, it, 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 the kids are assaulted on that coast. Um, some of it is there's demonic activity in Napa with the red redwood trees. And I won't go down that Jesuit, um, practice. They do the bell, the bell worship and all that crazy, just crazy stuff. And I feel like those spirits really do, uh, attack our kids on the West coast. So we, we just were like, Lord, we're in a season of our life. We're having a son. We have three, four daughters, four beautiful daughters. And, uh, you know, we're in that season where we have a son now who was unexpected. We were coming out of a loss of her oldest sister. So her older sister passed away stage four pancreatic cancer at 38 years old. So it really got us in a, we had lost her mom in 2019. We lost my mom in 2011. So we were, yeah, so we were, we were dealing with a lot of, uh, and we still serve, we serve our local church. Uh, we loved our, we love our local church. We're still connected with, with a lot of them and, and we love them in any way we can support, we will. Um, and we try, but you know, we visit, we visit a lot, you know, we try to get back as much as we can. Um, but just coming down from, from those, that loss, that last loss was very, very tremendous. And the month that we lost her, we actually got, you know, we had our son was, 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 he was cooking in the oven there. So we lost, but we got life and that's how good God is. You know, you, you have one loss, but in one loss, he brings life. And, and I was telling Georgia, you know, one of the things that on his podcast that, you know, was amazing is three years to the day my mom passed away, October 23rd, 2011, October 23rd, 2014, we had a daughter, um, three years to the day. And, and she kind of reminds me of her, of, of both grandmas. And, um, so just the, the love of God, because I was broken, man. I came from a broken home. <clears throat> I was a foster child. And, uh, if you know anything about foster kids, foster kids, a uh, 50% of them never, never even have a home apartment or anything. They tend to, um, go astray, go awry. They usually get abused in the system. Um, I have stories too, but I don't, I don't talk to people about those. And those are kind of buried in the one day, maybe they'll come out, but, um, you just see things, you deal with things. Um, you come out broken, you come out, not knowing why your family's not whole, why things aren't right. And uh, hopefully people don't mistreat you and see you as a check uh, because some do. And a shout out to you that, that have um, foster kids that do right because, you know, God said, I'll be a father to the fathers. And that's kind of where my journey began mm. because I met a gentleman, um, Paul Pimentel Sr. became our pastor. He had a son, Paulie, and a wife, Lori. Uh, and then he had another son, David, and a daughter, uh, Lorinda. Th- those were wonderful folks that they helped me. They loved, they loved us the whole way. and. And, and, uh, it's been an amazing journey for, for 30 something years and then seeing their families grow and my family grow and others come into fray. It's, it's just been a blessing because, you know, when I came from, I didn't have a connection to my mom's side or my dad's side. And, um, and that, that kind of is the pathway for me because growing up, my mom, the reason why I got in the system, my mom was 5150 and, uh, she deal with mental illness and, she would say things like they sacrifice kids and they steal kids in the movie. And, and I, and we would just say, you know what, you're crazy. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's not normal. And, 
they're going to get us. And she would have, and the whole time she was dying, you know, I, she got worse. So as a, her diabetes got worse, her mental health got worse. And, um, I would always think like, there's gotta be a correlation, right? Like to the mental health and to yes. the diabetes and then into the actual medication, what that's doing. And, uh, cause you don't know. And the, all I knew is, was when you get on meds, you become more dependent on them and you need more of them. So it's almost, it is a drug, you know? And then I learned about the spirit of pharmacia and how um, the spirit of pharmacia is, is that spirit where you become dependent upon, you know, all these, you know, rather if it's psychedelics now, because it's becoming more, more popular and, and to talk about, but the reality is there's spirits, you know, <clears throat> and we, we've, we've seen for years, we would pass liquor stores and where I lived in the hoods in Oakland and, and even some parts in the East Bay, you would see, you know, spirits on stores and you wouldn't correlate the two, you know, you just think like, okay, well, I don't know what that means, but I know that means alcohol. So they got spirits. Let's go. And then over time, as I became a minister and a leader in the church, and then you understood that the weapons of warfare are not carnal, that um, I was listening to, I think your podcast 25, the gentleman that worked at NASA, or it was his part two. Um, yeah. David Beverly, uh, the, the Nephilim, yeah. the Nephilim yeah. episode. Yes, yeah. sir. Yep. David Beverly senior, you got it. And, uh, and I really like that episode because he really hits on some of the stuff that I'm going to talk about today. And, um, you know, that, that, that was so just understanding like the, the spiritual realm and the attack, you know, because when he says that our weapons of warfare are, are not carnal, we, we also have to correlate that the spiritual realm is deep because it's eternal because mm -hmm. the, the flesh realm is temporary. And as he was saying in the episode, like where God exists, time does not exist. That's why I'm the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end, because where he is, it's already done where he is. Your healing is achieved. Now, the question is, how do you have on earth as it is in heaven? You know, that's really where our children, our wives, the ones around us need to understand, like on earth as it is in heaven. If you listen or look at Bishop Miles Moreau book, and he has a wonderful book that I love to death. It's about the kingdom and the kingdom principles. We are outposts. We are, you guys are an outpost of God's kingdom, preaching the good news, the gospel, the truths of the, of the realm that we're in. And that's how you advance the kingdom. You don't advance the kingdom by blending into the society. Jesus said, we are swimming upstream, not downstream. Mm -hmm. Our gate is narrow, man. That means ain't everybody getting in. And that's, that's a deep thought. And, uh, I'm, <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not saying that to get us on a, uh, you know, a dark path or nothing. I want people to understand that, that when we give these podcasts that they're, they're light and life, you know, that is what it's, it should be. It should it, actually, you know, what's funny. I was talking to my brother the other day and you know, we were talking about the waters under the waters below and how, um, if you, you know about the brazen sea and how we believe we're on the potentially in the brazen sea and the brazen sea has that belly that David built in the pillars. And, uh, yeah. we were talking about the well, how, how, how funny it is, how well water doesn't run out. And Jesus yeah. said, I'm the well that will not run dry. And yet the world teaches and, and the, the, the heliocentric models, we don't have enough water. But then, like I said, on George's podcast, we have the Alawal aquaphor just sitting right in the middle of the, of, of the United States. That's literally, I think it's like 10 States deep or something crazy from Texas to Canada underwater. There's water under the land that is 
I mean, yeah, bro, dude. I I heard <laughs> I heard an episode, bro. Uh, I think I think it was on the Confessionals, but they he, he interviewed. Uh, I don't know if you know that podcast, but I, I think it was there. But they were interviewing a guy that was a, a naval worked at the naval uh, station in San Diego, and they were a submarine crew. And this guy talks about that they they was under water pathways from the pacific ocean that you could sail underneath the united states and that they literally they were like uh gpsing their location and they were like where the hell are we and they were they they're like we're under the state of arizona <laughs> see i didn't yeah I no i didn't yeah, i don't know i just had to throw that in there because when you're talking about this though but i've even heard this too because i live in the desert i'm here in albuquerque new mexico <laughs> uh high desert but like they say that there's a giant aquifer underneath Albuquerque as well. Like, I don't know how far down you got to go to hit it, but you know, they, they say that there's actually a, a wealth of water in the, underneath the earth here. Well, and, so. that, and that's kind of where I'm like, cause you know how like in Texas they have all these man-made lakes and I'm like, how do they get this water here? I mean, do they, do they pump it? I mean, how long will these pumps have to be to come from Galveston? Yeah, it's not like you're getting mountain runoff. I there mean, right. <laughs> like where are they where are they pulling it from that clearly they know what they're doing i mean we got like ginormous yeah. lakes all around i'm like but we don't have water that's mm. what they tell us so like those kinds of things like <clears throat> the whole time when you're talking about like i said our our pastor likes to say the snrs or something's not right um mm -hmm. goes off because you just you observe and you're like well well how do you do it you know like how do you make this stuff work and when you when you really look into it it's like okay, that doesn't make sense or they don't have an answer. And so like when I got into um, health, I just realized like when my mom passed away, it, it, was, it, was, it was heartbreaking for me, a young boy who just had his mom and um, that was home for me. It wasn't like, you know, I had, I had um, a big house or this and that. I grew up in for 30 years and whatnot. It was like mom was home. Wherever mom is, home is, you know, wherever... That's how I always felt because when you live in the system or you grow up in the system, you bounce house to house, your home is where yeah. your family is, right? So like if you relocate, like I know people whose all their family left the Bay Area because of the price and they all kind of relocated. So even if they move back home, all their home is gone because that's all their family, right? Like, like that's, that's how deep the ties are because it really is, it's not a physical thing. It's not a location. It's just our family and our familia. And that's why it's important to protect them and protect ourselves. And the information um, about about what we're going to go into today is 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 important because, like, um, I I almost was going to reschedule because my son got an ear infection. Oh, and, sorry um, to hear about that. Well, it became a double ear infection, and then he got hospitalized. So he just got out last night, and they were trying to. Oh like, man, poor dude. Prayers for him. Prayers for him. Yeah, it was it was wild. And, and, and before you go any further on, too, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, God rest your mother's soul and your your wife's sister and the. The individuals that you mentioned, I did want to recognize them and their legacy. And uh, I think it's beautiful, you know, same kind of thing with me, you know, my youngest son, which we didn't expect. And, but, it, you know, at the time, I, I kind of had this negative attitude when I first found out that uh, his mom was pregnant, you know, and I was like, I don't want to have another kid. I don't want to start over again. And this is even before COVID, you know what I mean? Just before COVID. And, and I had this negative attitude and God put me in check too. And I was like, cause back then I was like, the world's going to crap and this is before COVID. And I was like, I don't want to bring another kid into this world. And, you know, God really quick put me in check and was like, Hey man, like 
you're supposed to be fruitful and multiply and I'm bringing you a blessing and you're acting like it's a curse. You better, you better put yourself in check. Like, you know, you've already submitted to the enemy if you have that attitude. And I know a lot of people that have this attitude. They're like, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to bring kids into this world. Well, then you've already submitted your mentality to the enemy because God told us be fruitful and multiply. And we don't know that the individuals that he wants to bring into the world could be somebody who does something magnificent for his kingdom or saves a lot of lives or is a leader of some important movement. We don't know who God's raising up. So when you just snuff these lives out or say, I'm not going to have kids, you know, you're, you're denying the kingdom, the potential to expand itself on earth. So we need really need to be like grateful for the blessings, which is our children that he brings into our life. And, and kind of same thing, like my dad's name was Troy. My middle name is Troy, but I named my youngest son Troy after my dad. And I see so many things in him that I'm like, wow, you know, I could see that it's almost like, I, I don't believe in like reincarnation or anything like that, but you know, it's almost like, it's like my dad's essence in a way also came back into my life. You know what I mean? It's just this, it's just beautiful. So, you know, I think it, what you mentioned at the beginning of the show, I did want to recognize that and tell you, I think it's beautiful. And even though you've been through this struggle and even though you've been through all this hardship and pain, you still love God through it all. And you still pursue this life because, you know, I like to call it triumph over tragedy, you know, and, and you've got been dealt uh, difficult hands to deal with, but you've turned that hand and, and you're winning at the table. You know what I mean? So props to you and props to that positive mentality, because that's how I try to think these days. And I just, I, I did want to say before I pass it back to you, you know, there's a lot going on in our world right now. And especially with the foster care system and these open borders and, you know, and children are, are, are I mean, even more than when your mom was talking all this crazy right. stuff, even more now, imagine the stuff she'd be saying now, like, whoa, man, like what's going on is just wicked. And we rebuke it in the name of Yeshua, right? I mean, it's I'm still, like, I'm still waiting for the report of where those 80,000 uh, kids that were documented that they lost. Yeah, that, uh, you know, <laughs> all these kids in, 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 Come on. in Maui, you know, oh, and, and thousand the, the, plus. the border. And, and I don't know if you listen to Fact Hunter as well, but did you hear that episode that mm -hmm. she did with that lady that was exposing? And it was all kids that were in the foster care system. Yep. And it was in the state of Texas. And there is so much stuff, bro. And then they went and arrested that lady, man, for just speaking her mind. Yeah, it's, like, I mean, that, crazy. That's, the, that's the cabal. And that's what I, so that, that. So number one is, you know, like, like you with my son, the thought, the reason why we, we fled, we left the bear. We just thought, you know, people at the time I was like, I don't want him wearing dresses. And I was already getting rainbows on the kids and stuff coming home. And it was just like, I just need a different mindset. And I knew God was challenging me to take it, take, take it higher. But also I did think the same thing. I said, man, this world is so wicked coming out of COVID watching my sister-in-law die. And, and we'll get into that. And it was just rough. And, and, but you know, the Lord reminded me for such a time like this, that's why he brought these children forth to meet and rise to the occasion. And, you know, I believe that that's something that our job as the, as the gatekeepers, as the ones of our home to say, you know what, train them up in the way they should go. My son loves worship music. I mean, he points at the screen, he grabs his guitar, he grabs, tells me to grab my guitar. And he's only two years old. He's he, people in mm -hmm. church are watching him just do this and go to the altar with me. And, and it's like, there is something different on his life. And that's really why, like, 
this last week, we're just, I was just telling another another brother, I'll say, man, this was in such a, a, an amazing time. We just relocated uh, again in the area, but we, we have a nice home and, and we've just been blessed. Like things have been getting better. I've been overseeing a lot more work at work and just things have been going better and this, you know, and, and church has been going wonderful. So when he got, when he took this hit this last week, I'm just like, dude, like I, I know where this is coming from because again, it's one of those, it's this time of year. And uh, it's the food and the ingredients because I was just telling my wife because he was complaining he had some ear stuff. And uh, the doctor that I followed, I'm certified by, I looked it up because we had a home remedy and we didn't do it. And I felt bad because basically you put garlic and oil um, and you put it in and you let it beat into the ear and the garlic kills the bacteria because the eustachian tube backs up because the eustachian tube is horizontal. And as you get older, it actually goes down to an angle where it drains properly. But younger kids, mm. it doesn't. So this time of year, ear infections go up because when the sun goes away, when the sun, sun co- goes further from us, we enter the winter seasons, which means less vitamin D and vitamin mm. D and vitamin A go together. So vitamin D is what you need to fight colds and, and flus and bacteria. So without the vitamin D, less sun, less vitamin D, then you have a higher candy. And, and obviously with the candy, you have... Mm tons of chemicals in that candy and dyes, you have a weak immune system and kids especially tend to not be able to fight off these bacteria. So when he got it, I told my wife, I was like, well, let's, you know, let's do something. Let's try to, you know, get this remedy going because we believe in all that. Because of course you start doing the Tylenols, you start, it gets into the liver and then you, you know, they have these forever chemicals and then you go down that rabbit hole. But of course, you know, we weren't, we weren't obedient. And uh, so we, but actually what happened was the ear drained out and we're like, okay, well, he was doing better. No more fevers. And I was like, cool. He seems like he's back to normal. But apparently the back, of course, this time of year, he's like, I want my candy. And, and, uh, it just got, it progressed like overnight. I mean, like overnight, like we were all normal. And then wow. next time I'm at work, my wife goes, babe, his ear is swollen and it wasn't the same ear and it was the behind the ear. So his ear looked like it was falling off. And so we just took him in and then it was just went from there. So shout out to the- Did he have a swollen lymph node behind his ear that- yeah. So what happens is, well, it gets, what happened is it got into the bone. So like ear, and we know oh, ear infection. Man. Yeah. So ear, so, so here, here's, I guess we'll get into it a little bit. So my sister-in-law who had the, 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 uh, the cancer, um, she basically had it in her ovaries and then it spread stage four. Um, she had a knee injury and it, the cancer went into the knee and it got infected. Well, it got overlooked because the doctor wasn't looking into that area. They were only looking in her abdomen area. So he missed the knee cancer and the brain cancer. And when her knee had swollen up, you know, this was in Jan, this was, I want to say between January and April of 2020. So right around the COVID time, she had a, she had a bum knee. And then about July, it really swole up. And I told her, I said, well, you know how swelling works, like the body's attacking whatever, you know, whatever there's, there's basically inflammation there. So when there's inflammation and damage, then when there's bacteria, because all your joints, especially as you get older, you have what you, what you call um, glycogen and that stores into the joints. So when the glycogen's in the joints, that's sugar that's into your joints. Well, bacteria feeds off the sugar, cancers feed off sugar. So when you have, when you have this uh, going on. So you have inflammation, swelling, um, arthritis. Um, and I'll tell my story about arthritis in a little bit. So basically her knee swole up and I said, look, if the body is telling you, the body talks to us every day, 
it talks to us on from just aches and pains and how it feels. And then you obviously you train your body. So it it goes it goes hand in hand. So her body is swelling up, telling her there's damage, right? Like you don't need to be like if you have something swollen, there's there's damage. Now, where that what that damage is and where it comes from, that that, you know, obviously it usually it could be um you twist, you tweak something, you have you have it flaring up, whatever. But the fluid in there is telling you that it's trapping something, right? It's protecting something. Like like the histamine is there. So whenever there's histamine, you get stung by a bee, a spider, you get a swelling effect, but you usually get it. That's why they say draw a circle around it because whatever mm-hmm. whatever's invading the body, the histamine stops it, you know? So histamine and also like like fun, like a fluid and all that stuff. So that's why they tell you to mark it and you want to make sure it, the swelling eventually stops and doesn't progress. Well, the the Joker doctor goes, well, it's you're you have a weak immune system because you're stage four. Don't worry about it. It's just you know you just have a bad knee, right? And it's like instead of looking into it, X-raying it, seeing what's going on there, putting an MRI, he just gave her a cane and a walker and said, "Have you know, here's some more medication to help you with the pain, right?" And that's, that's kind of they ever do, man. Well, that's that's kind of where what I've learned about the medical system and and some of the guys that I follow kind of explain that they go, look, the 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 medical industry is great at triage, and I agree. So you go in with a broken arm, you go in with a heart attack, you go in with you know you collapsed or whatever. They can triage. They can actually jump on that, run some quick tests, mm-hmm. and get you back kind of going. Now, health is another beast because health they they suck at. It's really weird. It's like they're really good. I mean, you get you go in there shot, they can and it, and it's not in an artery where you just lost all your blood or something, they'll probably you'll probably survive. You know, they're they're that good. Um car accidents and things like that. They they save a lot of lives, man. So and they're and a lot of them are really sweet people. Now they're deceived because yeah. they're trained. They don't want to lose their job. So it's kind of like one of those, you know, I don't blame them because they're indoctrinated and it's their livelihood and they they bought it, you know. Um but anyway, so so they're good at the triage part. They just suck at long-term health. And that's kind of where my mother's story comes, my sister-in-law's story, my mother mm-hmm. my mother my mother-in-law, my mom. So my mother-in-law, she gets a she has a a an ingrown hair on her backside. Well, it because she's a diabetic and she didn't pay attention to the signs, fever, um, you know, you kind of get flu-like symptoms a lot of times when you're dealing with infections, you don't you're not body's trying not to go septic. So what happened was she didn't treat it right away. Long story short, we had to call an ambulance, take her to the doctor. They had to put her, they, she basically was in a coma for like, I want to say two months or no, not two. That's probably a month, right? They were like, no, she's in an induced coma because it's, she has, she has gangrene. So that's how severe diabetes can get, you know, if it's not taken care of and treated right. Not to mention, obviously, the kidneys, the heart, and all the other stuff, neuropathy, retinopathy. But basically, you can't even fight off ingrown hairs. Like, the body is always on alert. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we ought to know as, as people. Like, the body is amazing. Like, healthcare says, hey, take this pill, take this, take that. But the body can actually do a lot of, of the, the heavy lifting by itself. Like, it doesn't... Like the guy said on episode twenty five, you 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 come with a broken limb, they just they just cast it up, make sure you don't move it, and what happens? The body repairs it, and even even at a severe diabetic state, the body wants to work and heal and and maintain homeostasis. But basically, she went in, <clears throat> she went in, 
She was out for that time, gets into a rehabilitation center. Sugar's still at 300. Me and my wife are like, how's your sugar at 300? You've been in the hospital for like six months. You're at this rehab center. They're controlling your diet. Like, what is going on? So I asked her, like, what are you eating? She's like, I have this. I have carnations uh, in my coffee. I have uh, six, you know, little cups in my coffee. And I said, wait, that's a timeout. How much sugar is in those, is in those carnations? I found out seven grams of sugar and carbohydrates, which is a sugar because it turns into mm-hmm. a sugar. It's just a yeah. long chain. So it's like, so it doesn't hit you immediately on your blood sugar. It may hit you an hour, two hours later. And then, so then your sugars continue to stay high and spiked. And all of a sudden she's at a 298 pumping herself full of insulin, making the pro- exacerbating the problem because insulin resistance di- type two diabetes is created by high insulin and their way of fixing it is giving you more insulin. So that makes no sense. I mean, literally like wrap your head around that. We're going to fix the problem with the problem. So it's like, and then you become, you have, you know, insulin, insulinemia, which is you have too high of an insulin. And it basically, so we realized like, okay, let's cut out, you know, the carnation stuff. Let's go into healthier, cleaner stuff. And then boom, her sugars got down. I want to say 133, which was like, she was with us for like weeks. She finally left there and moved in with us and then got her sugar levels down. And uh, what happened to her was she ended up having, because her health was still at that, I didn't, at the time I wasn't in the health yet. So, uh, she lived with us for about six, seven months and then she caught the flu. And when she caught the flu, her immune was so compromised and we had no idea that when she caught the flu, she was hurting for a few days and then she eventually kind of started recovering, but she had this massive headache and then she had tension in her neck. Well, mm-hmm. towards the fifth day, we're like, well, we're taking you in, you need to go in. Well, sure enough, she had pneumococcal meningitis from her own nomococcal in the back of her neck. So her mouth bacteria got into her neck because of the weak immunity and um, we lost it after that. And then the, the sad part was they didn't even know when she coded. So my wife, they told my wife, well, she has a, she has a UTI. And they go, no, she has a stomach bug. She'll be fine. So my wife finally have to be on her for like eight hours. Like I gotta be at work in like three hours. So I'm gonna go take a nap. Your, my brother-in-law come pick her up. Well, my wife gets home from work eight in the morning and she's like, where's mom? And I was like, you know, I, I didn't hear, you know, my brother-in-law go pick her up. So she calls the hospital and, um, they go, well, she's in the ICU. She's, 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 um, she's non-responsive. You know, we're like, okay, well, and I, I, I worked in hospitals my whole life. So I go, well, when did you guys call the code blue? There wasn't no code blue. Found out they did all kind of crazy stuff where they, had gave her an MRI and they go, well, we, you know, we're trying to find out what's going on. We're like, we didn't sign off on no MRI. We didn't know she was going like, what, what are you talking about? So they basically said that, you know, she, she's, they wanted to go see what was going on with her and they start giving her x-rays and we're like, what do you, but we didn't, you said she had a, 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 a flu, a, bu- a stomach bug. And they didn't tell us when she had coded and when she went into this coma. And then basically we, we spent a week with her and they kind of, let us know that, you know, what to expect along the way. And, you know, we prayed and we had a good time, but it, it was really tough, man. It was like, I had just started my journey in health and I started kind of learning about it. And, uh, just seeing her slip away was, was intense. And then the care, you know, the doctor came in and goes, well, it, it progressed so fast. And when you brought her in, she was kind of right at that threshold and we didn't know, and we were looking and, and then we, you know, we lost her at night. And it's like, well, if you know, she's a diabetic and she has a compromised immune system, why would you not check? Like, why would you not do all your tests up front? Like, why would you make her wait eight, 10 hours in the emergency room 
and pass away in the emergency room. So that, that was real. That was like an eye opening and just finding the holes in their story. And it was like, you know, from then on, it, it, it was really tough to just trust what, what these doctors, cause they, they blatantly lied to us, you know, cause I had asked, like I said, I've, I've worked long enough to know like, well, who was with her? Well, no one was with her. Like for all we know, she died in the corner. Oh, this is what's so heartbreaking to me is just like, uh, I know because I've worked in the medical field myself. I don't know if you've heard on previous episodes, but you know, I've worked up to my way up to advanced EMT and I worked the 911. I worked on the ambulance. I did interfacility transport. And then towards the tail end of my, uh, EMS career, I was working at a plasma donation center as a medical supervisor. And that's why I really knew to pump the brakes on this, uh, VA double C, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yes, sir. I, I knew, I, I know what, what the actual clinical trials look like, but now I get into that, but just talking about the healthcare system and some of the things that I've seen picking up people from nursing homes and, uh, you know, even hospice facilities and whatever, shout out to the hospice nurses too, by the way, oh. most tremendous angels walking around on earth. But, you know, um, you're right. I mean, I think of like, it was bad before I couldn't even imagine it now. And seeing these people being overwhelmed and understaffed and underappreciated and overworked and, and, and forced to do all this stuff and make these health choices for themselves just so they could have a livelihood has really put such a strain on the medical system that was already under strain. And it's already a high, high stakes job. Well, it's a high stakes field to work in, high stress, you know, and, but talking about, I know that having somebody there to advocate for a family member who is in the hospital is absolutely essential because if you're not there to advocate for individuals there it's not like they're purposely neglecting them but they are so overworked and understaffed and overwhelmed that you know people get you know it's easy for them just to you know do this to their chart check this do that give them this give them that like you say it's more just like uh, give them more pain meds well, here, look, get I'm, to the root of the problem right no but that's so, that's like, true but I, well look i'll tell you straight up this is this is what's the most traumatic uh for me was my sister-in-law she comes home the first thing they they, they send the hospice guys up after the emt drop her off and she, we almost lost her on transport the the doctors gave us two options because we were in that that wonderful 19 time so they said either she dies here and you say goodbye on facetime or she comes home on hospice she may not make the trip home and she may not make the transport from the ambulance to her bed. You may lose her, but you can at least say your goodbyes at home. So of course we're like, we're not going to do it on FaceTime. Like that's just insane. Like that, that, mm-hmm. that is demonic. You know what I'm saying? Like, why yeah. can't we not see our loved ones? Number two was when she came home at that time, it was a year and plus into my journey. So you, I, I sat that, that, uh, hospice guy down. I said, what are we doing? And they go, well, her death is imminent. What does that mean? That means we stop all care for her. I, I go, so what if she has to use a restroom? Well, uh, she has diapers. Okay. Well, what if, what if she has uh, the other movement? I said, and I said, wait a second. So you're telling me her body is still ridding her body of toxins. That's what urine does. That's what, you know, the other yes. part does. So her body still works. Number two, what do you do for water and food? We don't give her water and food. So how long is she supposed to last? Potentially two days, one day, eight days. I said, how long would you last without water? And how long would you last without potassium, magnesium, and electrolytes? How long would you last? And he looked at me and goes, I said, you don't have an answer because you're telling us to kill her. And I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just telling you the facts. 
your body needs awesome. electrolytes. It needs mm -hmm. minerals. It can't, God, God made us very specific. He said, dust you were from, dust you shall return. Where are our minerals and our, and our electrolytes come from? The ground, the earth. That's why it's very important. God said that I make the plant for food. That's the only thing in the Bible he, tell, he tells us to eat for food is the plant, is the plant with the seed. That's the only thing God says to eat because that's the only thing we need to fire off the energy in our body. Like our bodies are our energy factories. And if you give somebody, if, if you don't give anybody the potassium, magnesium, they're, they're, they're done. Their muscles will cramp. And it's like, yep. well, we'll just give her morphine. I go, well, you need mag, you need potassium, magnesium. And, and then I found out that 80% of heart attacks are magnesium deficient, mm -hmm. meaning that without magnesium, your, your heart will, will seize up like that. Look that up. That is, that is crazy. Cause a lot of people are worried about all oh, this and that and the like, dude, first of all, depletion is what your number one enemy is. And you get depleted by everything that we ingest, like that are high sugars, grains, rices, cereals, refined carbs, yeah. no, oh, complex carbs, or you, you actually lose magnesium and potassium. Yeah. They're, so they're, they're, they're suckers and drainers of those resources that the body naturally has. Right. And, and I think when you, when you speak like that and you know, your stuff, man, I love to hear you talk, dude. And, and you're so right. I'm so glad that you, you, you put it to them like that because they may not be realizing what they're doing. And they're like, Oh, I got this patient. Then I got to go check on this patient and this yeah, patient. Exactly. It's like, hold on, stop and focus on this right here. This is, th this deserves your full attention while you're here and you bring it to their attention. And that's what I mean about that was so ridiculous when they're like, oh, you can't come be with your loved ones in the hospital, <laughs> you know, like that is yeah. the most, like you said, demonic, evil, like that was so wicked to me. And look, dude, I'm sorry, but bro, they were sending people to, to basically to send them, send them to their death, you know? And we know that ventilation in Resdemivir was a, a, a cocktail recipe for disaster. You know, I, these people were killed, man. They were killed. You know, I, I, it's crazy to me. The, they say the, the percentage was 60% if you got on a ventilator that you were going to die. Yeah. 60%. And, it, it, and just like you're talking too about the heart, man, people got to think the heart is a muscle. Yes. Right? First, the heart yes. is a muscle. And, and just like they say, eat more bananas because you need the potassium and stuff. And that's why you're cramping up and like magnesium and these you minerals, can't eat right? Bananas. That's the problem is bananas would, is the opposite. It's high sugar. Really? It's like saying- Let's take one and then minus one with the sugar. So, so magnesium is better for the muscle cramping than this. No, it's not even that. That's no. What I'm saying is, if you have sugar molecule yeah. and a potassium molecule, so banana is higher in sugar. So all the depletion. So as soon as you eat the, as soon as you eat the banana, it prioritizes the sugar because it's a toxin. So it wants yeah. to move the sugar out of the body. So. What goes with the sugar? The potassium. So, the, so what happens? Oh, is the okay. body so will and and it will utilize the potassium molecule first. So, if I eat a banana, the body's going to say high sugar damage. Get rid of the sugar. I'm going to use it. I'm going to pee it out, and I'm going to utilize it as a as a short term fuel. Like they say, like it's a it's a fast fuel. It's a fast burning fuel. So, if I was to have octane gasoline and a piece of paper. The paper would just go, right? Like that little, it would just, 
That's how sugar is. So sugar is metabolized different than the actual mineral. So the, min the sugar gets priority over every mineral because sugar is a poison. The body sees it. That's why diabetics urine so much. They urinate because yeah, the body's yeah. constantly ridding it of the sugar. And that's why it uses it as a fuel. And that's why sugar opens up the, 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 your potassium. I mean, your, um, your pancreas excretes the insulin as soon as sugar is recognized. That's why you can't lose weight. Because as soon as you excrete insulin, insulin is a fat gaining hormone. So whenever insulin is present, you're putting fat on. That's why you get the man boobs, you get all that. And that's why people who stress can't lose weight. If you don't sleep enough, you can't lose weight because stress, cortisol equals higher insulin, higher insulin equals weight gain. And weight gain equals, the, you exacerbate the problem because then when you're in that, when you're in a fed state, you have a hard time with actually um, absorption. So when I got into my journey, I wanted to learn the cell construct. So I followed Dave, uh, Bulletproof Dave at first because he talked about mitochondria, mitochondrial health, blue light damage to yeah, I'm, yeah, <clears throat> blue light damage as opposed to yellow lights and uh, daytime light. So this is uh, more of a healthier light than my blue light over here because blue lights cause actual cancer and damage as opposed to yellow lights, because yellow lights are more like th th what we see in nature, what God has intended us for our, our mm -hmm. circadian rhythm. So when you wake up, you see a yellow and light. And blue lights are also uh, like TV screens, computer screens, cell phone. Those, Correct. Those are blue lights, right? Well, that's how they started. Well, that's why they started tinting them, because it's been such a problem. Because people will put those away if there's, if once they realize they were damaging all the Apple, iPhone, all your computers now have that that night mode where you, they yellow the screen for you because they recognize that if they don't do something about it, that we will eventually turn on them. And it was such a big deal and it, and it got exposed so fast that everybody jumped on board. No, we need to have this night, this nighttime fil filters on our screens. And that's why your screen turns yellow or you can set it how yellow you want it. And uh, because basically if your body sees a blue light, it'll, it'll tell the cells, any skin cell that sees a blue light, it'll tell your melatonin to stay and not secrete, which means you won't get tired. That's why when you have a TV on the room, you tend to stay up because your melatonin is actually going to secrete less because wow. we're governed, we are governed by our horm hormone or endocrine system. And I want to kind of get into that um, because I know our time is going to be short. Um, I already feel like- Oh, no, we, say, well, we, we still got some good time. Okay, good. I don't know how okay. far we're in, but- Okay, hey, it's all good. Strap on, man. We're still- I mean, when you're talking about like health and real life and, and what it takes to be healthy, I mean, we want to anti-age. So God has created, the Bible says this about Moses, 120 years old, he was as a 21-year-old man. How is that possible? Well, we're made to regenerate. We know that, you know, our cells regenerate, our blood cells, uh, vessels regenerate every 24 hours. So basically, um, if, you have, if you have high insulin, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, belly fat, um, cancer, inflammation, fatty liver, sleep apnea, fatigue, uh, vision issues, cognitive disorders, and mood swings. Wow. You have you have signs of high insulin. Okay, and a lot of us, a lot of especially our ladies, they suffer from that because again, high insulin. If you're stressing at work, your insulin is going to go up. And if you look at insulin, is actually a protective um, a hormone, so it's designed to protect you. But the problem is when you're high insulin it becomes dangerous like anything. That's why it's all about moderation and moderation is the key to longevity and intermittent fasting and all that. And we'll talk about that later. But basically when you start having these mood swings, cog cognitive disorders, I have a hard time 
you might look at number one is rest. Look at your hours of sleep and quality of sleep. That's why all of our little biometric trackers, our little bio trackers, they track our sleep health because technically that is the number one source of weight gain and tiredness and then all the other sickness and disease because health health is about longevity. Longevity is about quality of life. Quality of life is about mental stability. That's why I love the firmamental. I love that play on words because <laughs> Because really that, that is the key is having it, the mindset. And that's why we are to be men of prayer, men of the word, because that gives us something to establish in our lives and fixate our, our thinking on to say, look, I can compare and contrast God's word to what I see in the real world. And we know how Amen. these Jesuits work, how these, these, um, you know, I, I like the fact that when he's talking about the screens and how mirror, mirror on the wall, like that's, that stuff is real. These guys. Like I said, they found a way to control the ether through the ethernet, right? Through this ether yeah. networking. They found a way to get images and, and signals across the air so we can see each other. We can talk. And all this is all frequency based, capturing it, sending it. I mean, it's amazing. And they found a way to charge us for it. I mean, <laughs> You're right. these are dumb. They're not dumb, man. And you got to license it. But basically, <laughs> they ain't dumb. So. So when you get back into life and health and, and, and the signs, you know, because a lot of us, a lot of your listeners, depending on the age and what we're dealing with, we, we have all these little patterns that we're not seeing. What's, what is, um, what are some of these, these indicators that show like, Hey, you might be high insulin, right? Like you may go, man, I just, I feel like I'm tired. I feel like I just can't shake this fog off. I don't know what my joy is down and all this. But what happens is a lot of the sugars and a lot of the foods that we eat actually attacks our mind. And what happens yeah. is we get, we get this dopamine addiction to the foods that we have. And when we don't have them, we get irritable. We get, we get, we get, we get, you know, we get, we get funky in a lot of ways because basically if you're used to the dopamine hit, I mean, they said they, they even from our phones were how they refresh like a slot machine. That's a dopamine mm -hmm. hit. Your your email, right? So you swipe down, it does one of these, and then your emails come up. They said they don't even need to write that in there. They just do social media because they know that the power of addiction is that dopamine response is getting that, okay, I got my emails yeah. out. All these blue dots just popped up. Okay, I got it. I'm I'm current. Oh, okay, I refresh. Boom, slot machine. But what that ties into is food. And food can become very mm. addictive and it can be very <laughs> satiating in a non-satiating way. And what I mean by that is you'll eat your, you'll drink your soda, you'll eat your carbs, you'll load up, but then an hour later you'll be snacking, you'll be grazing. And what I realized I'm a big grazer and I've seen a lot of people who are in shape, but they're breaking down. They have internal problems. They look good on the outside, um, but then they, but then they can't sleep. Their, their kidneys are bad. They have edema, they're swelling. And they don't realize wow. it's these little tweaks that they have. And, and you can see it in the, in the ankles. You can see the liver function in the eyes. The guys with the big old, they got these sac sacs that are right under their eyes. That tells me they have, they have fluid in their liver. They have a fatty liver. Um, you can see the depletion in the kids um, when they have dark uh, blood, like almost blood, like they got black eyes, but not. They have, they have a vitamin C deficiency. A lot of kids have no. So I was going to ask you, man, because I mean, I, I know that it kind of runs in my family and it's not bad, but you know, I notice I could get puffy eyes sometimes too, like underneath the eye. And I have been in the past, but this is like when I was drinking more heavily and drinking 
much more times per week. And probably I was preferring the, the, I drank a lot more of the hard stuff at the time, but they told me I was pre-diabetic, but I think what was really causing it is because alcohol is high sugar, right? Absolutely. But it's like, going to go somewhere. And that, that's one of the yeah, places the liver goes to, which is weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and also dude, like you can tell by looking at the color of the whites of your eyes will tell you a yes, lot sir. about what's going on internally yes, and the color of your skin and yeah, just paying attention to these signs. But like, uh, like even for me, man, that fatty liver thing, it's kind of scary because I know like when I was younger in life, man, I, I did a number on my liver. I know that, but it's also one of those organs that can heal itself, right? Like here's how powerful the, 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 that liver is in 14 days, you can remove over 50% of your, of the fat on your liver. The liver Tell is an essential organ. <laughs> fast. I want to know. Fast for okay. seven days and go on a low carbohydrate diet, or you can fast for two days and just go on a low carbohydrate diet within 14 days it'll be 50 percent cleaner and i and like i said these are these are things that i live like so yeah. I, I so i basically what i did in 2019 is i started on the ketogenic diet i was dirty keto i didn't know what i was doing i didn't even know what keto was keto is really not a thing that's just a moniker they they actually uh make money off of so it's not it's not like you know it, some people go, oh, it's bad for you. It's good for you. No, keto is what I just told you guys. God said, eat the greens. You eat the greens. You're basically what happens is your liver will pump out ketones. Those ketones will become a stem cell. So wherever there's damage in your body, it will begin to repair your heart, your eyes. So I had retinopathy. That's what I was telling George. I dropped uh, the retinopathy they saw in my eyes uh, prior years when I went in 2019. Uh, eight, 11 months later, they said my eyes were like a 16 year old boy's eyes. I said, how? I, I, I was kind of, I was like, well, how, how am I going blind? Am I going to have glaucoma? They go, no, your eyes are clear. They're like a 16 year old boy. I go, oh, I said, well, praise the Lord. That's what I was, that's what I was looking for. Cause I want that off of my record. And they did, they actually took it off my record. And before nice. that, a week, two before that, I did a life scan to check all the blood flow organs, uh, car, cardiac artery down like, you know, they did a scan on that and all that. And, um, everything came out green, did my, my, um, I did all my lipid panels, my blood sugars, A1C, everything came out great. And, and that was only nine months. I reversed from, my doctor said like this, she goes, Adrian, you're 35, we're, we're pre-diabetic. Uh, I normally see that on a 55 to 60 year old man. So what does that tell you about you? And I go, tells me that I'm old, my insides. She goes, yeah, you're, you're aging. You're actually accelerating your age. And that means you'll probably die younger. And she said, doesn't, don't you care about your family? Don't, doesn't that scare you? And I said, yeah, of course, but I didn't know where to start. I just knew that, that there's diets and they work sometimes or they don't. I didn't understand the endocrine system. I didn't understand it's a hormone game. It's two hormones that cause weight gain and weight loss. And if you can get those under control, then you will absolutely, I mean, I, I, I helped a friend of mine. He had to buy a new wardrobe in two months. He lost almost 50 pounds in two months. He was like, dude, what did you do? I was like, I said, I said, cause he asked me, he goes, man, I've been going to the gym. I lost seven pounds in a month or not even say, he's like, I think he said he lost three or four pounds in the month, but then fluctuated. And he goes, man, I, I don't know. I can't. He's like, but I know, you know, so tell me. And I go, well, do you really, what do you eat? He goes, well, I don't eat a whole lot. I just have popcorn, orange juice. And, um, uh, he said something else. And I go, well, don't eat popcorn. He's really popcorn is just fiber. I go, no, it's high sugar. It's actually, and it, and it's going to stress your body out because it's the heaviest sprayed fruit. And what people don't know is that fruit is the only, it can only be metabolized by the liver. And that's where you get into alcohol being dangerous, Coke being dangerous, because where's the fat of those going to 
the liver. They, those go directly to the liver, no other organ, where if you eat bread or if you eat another carbohydrate, any cell in the body usually can metabolize it, but fruit can only be metabolized by the liver. That's why when you drink it in high, con high concentration, you do so much damage to your liver. And that's why the kids are doing a lot of damage to their bodies now. And that's why you see them breaking down and having cognitive, you know, issues and AD ADD is not real. It's just a bad diet. And, and typically so <laughs> you're telling me that, 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 that eating fruit isn't as to have all the health benefits that they say it does. And, Absolutely. and that I'm, bread's actually exactly aren't as what dangerous. I said. And, 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 and breads aren't as uh, as bad as they say they are. Breads are bread. Biased. Absolutely, bread are bread is worse. Bread is a lectin. Look up lectins. That's what yeah, Tom Brady yeah. doesn't eat. Okay. Lectins do way more damage. Um, so whole grains are terrible for you. Oatmeal, oats, body can't break those down. I mean, you you see it when you try to wash some of your, you know, like you try to. Yeah. What's going to happen if you put? oats in a in water nothing it's pretty much going to fluff up and that's what's going to happen when it gets in your body and that's why you have irritable bowel that's why you eat a lot of bread you probably be constipated or your stools don't look right there's a lot really, of things the body is telling you because we're told that those help bless you that they're like they're like oh they're high fiber eating oatmeal and eating this stuff will, will help you maintain regularity eating plums will help you maintain regularity that's like the stuff that they tell us right no, they, that's the part of the lie. So what happens with fiber, it gets caught up in the colon. So fiber, fiber gets blocked because you can't break it down. So what happens is your mucosal layer in your, in your, in your intestinal tract is permeable, meaning when it, it can be perm, it can be broken and it can get through and lectins get caught into your intestinal tract. So in the lower intestine, a lot of people who have SIBO or they have like a IBS or whatever, and they go, man, I just, it, IBS is like saying you have hypertension. What that IBS is, is basically me shooting an arrow in the middle of nowhere saying this is IBS. I mean, is it, is it your, is it your, um, your, your, your phage in there, your, your, um, um, whatever they call it, your microbiome, your gut microbiome is the actual, you can yeah, yeah. look that up. So your gut microbiome, all those, all that different bacteria in there is it you want to give it actual healthy clean fibers like you know like your your baby kale baby char um chard and like the baby stuff because you don't want it fully developed because then it'll be harder on your gut um you want you want green cruciferous greens which means dark green because that's what your body needs for min minerals again we're talking about minerals that's what you need and antioxidants is there a bread that's an antioxidant so you know when something gets oxidized, like sourdough, right? So yeah, that's the only bread that you can technically eat that's kind of healthy, right? Like it's a, oh. it's probably a, a, but I wouldn't if you're again if you're trying to watch if you have de like me I have bad DNA sorry, but I do I don't have weed <laughs> <do. laughs> so I I have I have a, a, the weight gain problem so I fluctuate and all that and and um, if I'm not careful yeah then it, I can put on I put on ten pounds over on Thanksgiving. But again, it's inflammation. It's because I'm sensitive to foods and different. It, it, I may not have an allergic reaction, but you'll have it in inflammation. Number one, you get gas. Gas is bloating. Bloating is inflammation. You get headaches. If you eat, after you eat something sweet and you get a headache, well, what does that tell you? There's probably something in that sugar that was too much for your brain. And, and same thing with, with, um, with, um, Slurpees, you don't get brain freeze. You're not drinking something down this way and then it goes to your brain. You're just having a, a you're actually your um your dopamine is getting triggered viciously. 
to the point where you, you're getting a little bit of a headache. Yeah, that's, tell me about it, right? You're like, what? And then, you know that brain freeze, you're, get, you're getting overstimulated and that could lead to a headache. And there's, so, so basically a lot of the foods you eat, soy, trans fats, um, emulsifiers, multidextrin, um, a lot of the artificial sweeteners. Um, I mean, there's, there is so much damage that we do to our body that, I mean, it, it, it's insane. Like I'm telling hey, you, man, I got to ask you, dude, is, is black coffee bad? Black coffee's good. Black coffee is yes. diuretic. It was used to heal people and not, yeah. not okay. the other way around. You know, and, and I did want to ask you real quick because I think Alex wants to chime in and ask you something, um, you know, cause he wants you to rewind on something that you touched on. But I was just going to ask you real quick, dude, just give us a, not real in depth, but just give us a basic idea of the kind of foods that you eat on a regular basis to, to maintain your weight and your health and mental clarity. Just kind of give us the, are, are you vegan? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I just, okay. yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, if I was like anything, green, so you you balancing them yeah. greens in there. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Well, that was what the doctor said. He goes eat uh, six yeah. to ten cups of greens a day, and I was like, well, what is that? Six to ten. So, so what about? I know you you said you 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 went kind of went after fruit, which I'm kind of blown back by because I'm but berries, right? Berries are good. They're so so so. So what so about which, what about your uh, what are these other things that I got into drinking like kombucha, where they talk about uh, just look at the carbs, man. <laughs> just that tells you what yeah. you need to know. So what happens yeah. with fruit, okay. so fruit, fruit in, in itself is not, is not a, a, um, <clears throat> so what fruit's designed to do is you eat it during the summer. So you put weight on so you can last during the winter, right? We, we grew up in an area where stores, Seven Elevens, and we can just eat like, you know, like there's no tomorrow. Um, God's design is you would have fruit in the summertime so it wouldn't grow in the winter times. We're not supposed to have fruit all year. Wow. Long. That makes sense. It's seasonal. So you would put the weight on during the summer and then you would, it would sustain you through the winter. And that way you have that extra fat when you didn't eat because your, your, your primal version of yourself would have to hunt. So you weren't, you were, you were already knowing your body was knowing it wasn't going to eat every day, three meals a day. And it didn't exist 200, 150 years ago. So what happens is there's certain fruits that, that are on a, 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 a longer chain to break down. So again, you hit it. Berries are the key. Strawberries, blueberries, raspberries. Those are those are the fruits that you would add to your Greek yogurt. Low carbohydrate, high mm. fat, quality yogurt with electrolytes. Because again, you're you're about the electrolyte game. When you really learn true health, you learn that your skin, your collagen, saggy skin comes from no collagen, not enough collagen. Leathery skin comes from not enough healthy fat. So if you have leathery dry skin, you don't have enough healthy oils or you have the wrong rancid oils. So these are things I'll send you guys some photos of the change and you'll see how, like how I was before and then how I was after. And you can see like me and my wife, when I was 40, 41, she was like 35 and you'll look at us and she looked like she was 16. It's like, what the heck? And then that was, I was after four kids. So it was like, in, in, because again, when you fast, your, your cell goes through apoptosis, which means it, it, it blows up naturally. It says, okay, I'm a bad cell. Your amino, it becomes amino acids. Amino acids get, get basically become the foundation of a new cell, a healthier cell. So the body goes through autophagy. It goes and scoops all those amino acids up and builds on all the, the minerals that your body is putting in, no sugar. So now it's, it has like a free reign to just rebuild cells healthy and rebuild and put it, put it where it needs to go, hair, skin, and nails. Wow. Those are the number one, 
that's why when you eat a, when you take a collagen, you want to look at there's five collagens that we take, and usually you want to get a collagen like a three a three chain collagen where it has you know hair, skin, nails, and and whatever else that it has because that's how you know when you have total health. You can look at your nails, they look good. You look at your skin, it looks good, and you look at your hair, and it looks good because what's the first thing in homeostasis the body's going to take from when you don't have enough minerals is your hair, skin, and nails. So that's how ultimately you look at health is like, well, if my hair, skin, and nails look good, then I know I, I have a surplus in my minerals and vitamins. Again, like I said, apples, high sugar, just go into the, uh, I always tell people, go into the charts, go into your, your insulin index and your, and your, um, your glycemic index and look at the foods on there. And you'll see if you're eating high sugary foods, because high sugar foods equal a lesser quality of life and what they call type three diabetes now, which is Alzheimer's and dementia. Wow. It's on a rise. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Alex, I was going to ask Adrian, uh, just to rewind and, and talk a little bit more about the ADHD and the diet, uh, especially for people out there that, you know, all these kids are like over diagnosing ADHD and, uh, you know, uh, I'd like to hear your take on that some more I thought, well, I yeah. tough when I heard that. Well, no, because I mean, a lot of, a lot of kids, you know, they, they're back in the, it was like back in the day, back in the day, you had a yellow bus because there were very few mutations in the genes and, and very few diagnoses of things. And sometimes they just missed it. I myself am a dyslexic. I've, I struggle with, I didn't even know it until I started talking with somebody who was diagnosed with it. Um, cause I didn't think I was like, well, I went to learn to play the keys and I, I can play the keyboard and keys and piano and stuff like that. But I, at first when I started, I go, man, it's like, when I look at it, it just looks like black and white and my brain couldn't process it. And then you're trying to read music. And then I realized when I read, I had a hard time spelling like the, which I always, I still to this day, type it backwards a lot. Um, certain words I put out, but when it comes to like ADHD, we learn that again, it goes back to the screens. It goes back to uh, food coloring, food dyes. It goes back to uh, what's the first thing your kids are going to eat out of the womb. So, and you guys touched on it one, I think with episode 25 and some of the others where you talk about um, as it was in the days of Noah and then how the genome is very important. And what we didn't really talk about was epigenetics. And epigenetics is your genetic code changing due to your environment pretty much, right? So basically mm -hmm. you have your genetics, you know, you're going to look a certain way, be a certain and and you would even say like, well, your focus, your attention, you know, is is genetics, right? It's we're we are very based on genetics. And it was like what Raul said, your dad looking like your son. Well, that's genetics. That's what you want. That's why when they said Moses was was clean and pure, he didn't have genetics of the Nephilim. He had God's DNA. He had the seed of the woman's DNA in him. So it was important. That's why the genealogies were important. Genetics are very important. That's why the Bible highlights all those names that we hate and we can't say and we don't like it because it's it's just saying like, hey, these guys were of this bloodline and this bloodline is clean. Well, I say all that just to say that a lot of a lot of the things they're saying genetic are really epigenetics, meaning they're they're environment induced. You give a kid high fructose corn syrup before they go to bed. What do you think is going to happen? They won't be able to go to bed. You give a kid <clears throat> um, dyes, last sugars, night. and well, it's it's it becomes behavioral because we we create addicts, sugar addicts, and mm -hmm. everything that they they personify with ADHD and ADD is sugar addicts. I got kids who literally drink coffee because they're like, I if I drink coffee, it'll even it out. I was like, yeah, when you're a drug addict, you learn how to 
add more alcohol in the morning. <laughs> more to, you learn like, yeah, I can, I, cause the body's homeostasis and we like, seriously, that's kind of what I was trying to get into with my mother-in-law and my sister. Like the doctors literally told my stage four cancer sister, like, no, you can have a code. You can eat carbohydrates. And I told her, no, there's a book here. I even mm -hmm. bought her a book called defeating cancer with, with, with diet because all the green antioxidants, antioxidizing food that, like I said, oxidants are important um, because uh, you remember a garden hose is oxidizing. Sugar oxidizes the body. We oxidize our kids' neurons with the high sugar. All these, that's why, like I told you guys, the next level of diabetes, type three is Alzheimer's and dementia. Look at the rise because we're rotting our neurons. It oxidizes. That's why you need an anti-oxidizing food. And these kids are are causing these dopamine response and hits and causing these epigenetic mutations where their behavioral is is affected because of the fact that I mean you guys seen the aluminum in in the McDonald's, right? That was like one of the things that just came out. There's aluminum in the McDonald's. It's sprayed for five. I, I, I just saw something today that they said and I'm surprised, but something about California Dude, it came out with a what what was that? Did you see that report? I just saw it no. flash up. I didn't even click on it. No, I mean, I, be something. yeah, we just been looking at it and they were talking about how they spray their McDonald's fries and have to be left alone for yeah. five days or so dangerous. And we know that we know they could sit in our car for like two oh, years yeah, and look like they just came out. <laughs> my kids love them. I'm like, oh my gosh, so I'm we're trying to get them away because I have some kids who grew up with eating whatever you want. Some kids growing up. But one thing they do like is like Kerrygold butter. It has it's yeah, like I tell yeah. people yellow dark yellow butter means it has tons of electrolytes in it you have dark yellow yoked eggs golden eggs tons of health in there they tell you to eat the Dude. egg white so we get we get eggs from my buddy. we could go buy it from the store but my favorite ones are the ones that i get from my buddy's ranch and they got the most beautiful dark orange oh, yolk and my kids all nutrition day, yeah and, and then my kids the other day and they're like oh that looks gross like why does it look like that when i, I like, first went grass fed. i'm telling you so i went like, i yeah. went grass fed grass finished my kids wouldn't eat it for a while they go dad this doesn't look good they're used to yellow light yellow mm. pasty yellow eggs yeah. with no nutrition and they get the nutritious stuff and go, we don't even know what this, like, dad, we don't know what this is. This looks weird. They literally said it looks weird. Oh, I was sopping but, up every drop of the, 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 the yolk from those eggs, man. I cook them even over easy, over no, easy. Of it. Just, I would just eat four eggs, yeah. four <laughs> eggs a day and my cholesterol was in order. Cholesterol is transports. So what happens is kids are inundated to eat every two hours. They want our kids to constantly eat the Takis, the chips. And then what yeah. happens is. They get, they get this ADHD because of this poor diet and these habits and they need a fix every hour they need. See what happens with carbohydrates and sugar is you need more carbohydrates and sugar. <laughs> so, so who gets rich off that? We know that that's why a lot of our foods are banned overseas. Now, a lot of our ingredients, we know MSG is literally a chemical. They don't need it, but it's, it actually tells your brain the food you ate was better than what it actually was. So they put it in, obviously, like Caesar's pizza. And all. you go, man, that Caesar's was good. Then it gets cold. You got to reheat it. You're like, this is trash. Because then it loses its... <laughs> it loses Bro, my 11-year-old son needs to... Uh, mom and 11-year-old son need to listen to this episode, man. Because it's crazy. And when you think about it, too, like it's like, man, Frito-Lays and, and 
and Hershey's and them that that they're, they're dope dealers, bro. Oh no, they're they, like like I said, go into the back of your food you're giving your kids. If the if your kids suffer from ADHD or they have they they cannot focus. Because again, addicts can't focus. We know that. We're old enough to know that. We're old enough to have friends do that. And when these kids can't focus, the alarm bells have to go off because we have to say like, well, where are they sleeping good? Are they have two? And I, I'm, I have five kids, so it's not easy. It's not easy. They're like, dad, come on, dad. It's like they, they are society. This is a part of the Luciferian doctrine is become this mindless robot that's that will own nothing and be happy. That will be a a army of workers, right? That's the Rockefeller line. That's what. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was getting into is is health. If you look at what the Rockefellers did for the the uh, the food, and, and I mean, it, I watched what the health, what the health was a crazy one. I don't know if you guys ever saw that Farmageddon when they actually talk about what goes into yeah, those are some food. crazy names. Dude, what just go to I don't even know if it's on Netflix anymore. What the hell? He was calling the Food and Drug Administration, calling the American Cancer Society and go, these are known carcinogens, stage 2 or whatever they call it, type 2 carcinogens that cause cancer and these are on your list of approved foods. Calling the the di- that's when I really learned like dude, go to the the American Diabetic, you know, Foundation and go see what's on their food like Everything that, I mean, I was in there on my chart, I had a diabetes and they're trying to give me sodas and juices and, oh, here's some crackers. I'm like, dude, this is sugar, 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 sugar. Yeah. I, I, it says I'm a diabetic. So why are you giving me sugar, sugar, sugar? Like, you want, wouldn't I have an insulin spike or wouldn't I have a, a sugar spike and now you're going to have the, ma- the magical cure drug for me? And like I said, like insulin is one of the biggest factors. People don't realize sugar is the biggest drug pushed every year it is a hundred billion dollar industry there's so it's it's so big you don't hear about that yeah. you don't even hear about the cane field industry because they don't want you to even think about it it's so much money don't it's taboo to talk about the canes in the sugar cane field and what they're the sugar in ketchup sugar in our medicine yeah there's sugar yeah. sugars in our drink i mean <laughs> it, there's nowhere you're not finding sugar and most of it, honestly, it's, it's just, be, yes, I'm just saying <laughs> sugar, sugar is the biggest drug push in our country today. I mean, just, that's just I, the way it is. Alex, man, Alex just hit us on the screen. That's why you hear me and Adrian laugh, man. What, what'd you just type in, Alex? Oh man, I just say cocaine is sugar cane. It's the biggest runner yeah. at Cuba, right? And Columbia. It, it, that, that's cocaine a fact. Sugar cane. Hey, you know, what's crazy is, you know, I, I work in the, the security sector now and, uh, you know, I've worked, uh, we know what the homelessness is. I don't know how bad it is where you guys live, but where I live, it's, it's, it's a pandemic all on its own. You know what I mean? But just homelessness and drug use and, and, you know, the drugs of choice now is like meth, but fentanyl is like huge. You see them all smoking it off the spoil. But what's crazy, like all these dope fiends, like all these heroin addicts and all these fentanyl addicts, like they're obviously on the street and they're sacrificing their money so they can buy their drugs. But when they do finally need to go eat, it's crazy because they just go eat straight sugar. And it's, I used to think it was so disgusting, but you see these people so frail and so weak and just so sucked up and, and depleted. And instead of go eat something healthy, like you hand the dude like a chicken Caesar salad. And he would like throw it in the trash and they'll go buy a freaking half a gallon of chocolate well, milk well, there and, and, why and, and some can't. chocolate donuts and just scarf it down. It'll, it'll make them sick. 
They don't have the bacteria in their stomach to break down healthy food. They have to eat garbage. Kids are wired the same way. Once you go down the rabbit hole of high sugar, high sugar, high sugar, the bacteria in your micro gut biome is dependent upon the actual sugar that you put in. So if you put in something like greens or you'll probably get diarrhea, anything healthy, it'll go right through you because the, the microbiome is not catered to. But that's what they actually need though, because they need to flush out all those toxins. So that's actually what they would need to do is flush it out. Exactly. But then you'd, you'd have to go through that site. So body can't just turn like that. They'll probably maybe die because what happens is if you, if you put in, um, like I said, if you have anything greens or anything, you, your, your microbiome would, would freak out and it's not designed to break that down. It would, they would die off, but they can't, they're not wired that way to break that down. It, it's, the, the body is complicated, like, it, and not in a hard way. It's only complicated in a way that you can't cycle in and cycle out. The body's going for homeostasis. If you're eating a clean, healthy diet, as soon as you eat garbage, it comes right out. It's, it, you, you know I, what you eat. Yeah. I notice it, dude, since like, and, and they're causing their own epigenetics, right? <laughs> With the way yeah, that yeah, their oh, lifestyle is. So sure, now they force sure. themselves to be reliant on these things and their body freaks out if they don't have them. Kind of just like how, uh, you know, working in the medical field, like heroin addicts will sit there and cry, oh, I'm dying I'm from withdrawals. And like they, heroin addicts don't die from withdrawals. You know who dies from withdrawals? Alcoholics. Yeah. Like yeah. quitting cold turkey, you can have seizures and die. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So I know what you're saying. Um, and you know what? I don't, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm trying to get better. I'm definitely sharing this episode with, uh, with my baby's mamas and the kids and <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all hearing this, you know, the family, you know, I have cousins that I, I watch the little eat and I love them to death and they're awesome kids, but I'm just like, oh my Lord, when I go to their house and I see what they have, I'm, I'm freaking out. Well, like, nowadays too, it's, it's the, it's the forever chemicals. That's what we're learning. We're learning about the aluminums in our deodorant, which we knew, but we don't really understand um, from the V word rhymes of Maxine. Um, you know, those, <laughs> so, so those kinds of things, they put aluminum and dog kidneys in there and other, other, uh, you know, I think one of them had some, um, I don't even know how to put it, but baby parts in there from. Well, you know, no, I'll say yeah. it, man. Like, uh, uh, they're, they're, there's fetal cells and that's, what's crazy. Like I wrote an exemption letter and, and, uh, what's crazy is the state denied my woman's exemption letter, but they, I had multiple friends who, who they accepted the exemption letter. And what was crazy, it was totally the Holy spirit was using me as a vessel. And it was like, I go back and I read this thing now. And I was like, wow, I was talking about all this stuff back then. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I talked about was that like, as Christians, the body is our temple where the Holy spirit lives. And you're going to make me unclean in, in, in front of the eyes of my maker by putting aborted fetal cells into my body. Like I am not this putting that into the, my temple. Like that goes against my core faith principles, you know, and you cannot ask me to, to, to do this. I will not. I will. It's one of the things that I mentioned in the exemption letter was that specific point. And you're completely right. You know, and I think that even changing your diet and changing like I haven't tweaked much. I still, I still go eat Sonic slurp slushy sometimes. And, you know, I like a candy bar here and then, you know, I'm, yeah, guilty, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, a, a stub sandwich with a bag of chips sometimes, but like what I've tried to do now is like before when I used to pack lunch for work or pack food to take to work, I was taking the crazy thing though, is I'm taking fruit now, but, uh, you know, I was taking like, uh, you know, a, a, a roll, a little pack of donut. 
and a bag of potato chips yeah. and a Coke and a bologna sandwich or, you know, whatever. And now I'm like a bag of almonds, a Greek yogurt, a banana, uh, green tea. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it, and, and then instead of, instead of eating chips or popcorn or, or candy, uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to eat like, shoot, I'll even eat those like the seaweed wafers and stuff, you know what I mean? Or rice cakes or well, peanut on, butter. With- yeah. And the other thing too is, is genetics. So genetically, if you do your numbers and you get your health and your check, then it's like, you can, you can get away with eating more fruit or whatnot and, and things of that nature. It's, it's when you have, like for me, you know, you're developing pre-diabetes in your late twenties. Mm-hmm. I know, get you. Your, so your body's already breaking down. It's not the genetics of it all is saying you're, you're tearing down the fabric of your, of your cells and you're going to end up like I lost an aunt at 35. She was 35. My mom at 58, my mother-in-law 59 diabetes, diabetes, right? So, so you're already aging the inside of your body. And the problem is, like I said, is a lot of us, it's, it's one of those drugs where it's comfort food drug. Like, how do you know? And, and you don't know until you get your checks and you get, you go in and you do, like I said, and not just an A1C because here's the thing. A1C is not as much as you want to see insulin. Like they never, like if you go and do your general, your GP, general practitioners um, check, they're going to check your blood pressure, check your sugar levels, and then check your A1C. But that's not necessarily long-term health because number one, if a doctor told you you're, you're, di- you're pre-diabetic, they just lied to you. There's, it doesn't exist. You're either insulin resistant or not. Meaning if, you, if your numbers are going up, well, you're losing your resistance, right? You're in, you're becoming insulin resistant, meaning there's more sugar left wow. in the blood because the cell is full of sugar and insulin, and now it's being left on the blood. So the process of insulin resistance has started. Like I thought, I was pre-diabetes. I was like, I'm pre-diabetes. Cool, man. That means I ain't diabetes, so I'm gonna keep on eating, right? And then see, <laughs> I was like, okay, so I got a hall pass, you know, but I didn't realize it didn't work that way, that I was already embarking on the journey of a diabetic because basically now that's why I developed retinopathy and neuropathy in my feet and all that stuff. And then I turned around and just healed it all. I had, like I was telling George, I had this, this lump. That so I literally had. you can reverse it through diet. Oh, for sure. Fasting. I fasted for usually 16 to 24 hours, sometimes up to 50, 48. And uh, if you have, does any of you guys have it? And when you're saying fasting, you're just saying no food, but you were drinking black coffee. Yeah, black coffee, waters. Um, To start the fast, I would do like like heavy cream or or half and half because basically the fat load is like, it's like not eating. It's not a true fast where you're going to get the full benefits right away. So what fasting does is fasting actually activates your fight or flight. So you want to fast between three and five days as a male every so often, because what happens is your human growth hormones, your HGH jumps up 3000%, meaning if you have a hard time getting it up, you won't have one. Sorry, I know this is a, 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 fem- a No, no. But the reality hey, is- No, no, bro. This is stuff that's important to people. Well, because I, I dealt with that. I dealt with that for a while. And I'd be like with the wife, like, oh, I don't know, babe. I don't know. You know, it's like, I didn't I didn't know. But high insulin, that's one of the effects of high insulin, high sugar. And it makes it hard between a, a husband and a wife because then they think you're not into them. It's like, it's not I'm not into you. It's just, this is a, when you're high insulin, guess what you are as a male? High estrogen. High estrogen, man, boobs, man. Wow. You can see it on the, on the men. You can see high estrogen on, on little kids now. 
because they have the the woman hips and oh, at a young age. Crazy. And it's like you can look and see the damage, but we don't, you know, we're hoping they grow out of it, right? Like, uh, but it tells you that down the road, even if they do grow out of it down the road, that'll be a battle they'll have to have is to monitor their insulin levels because it'll it'll create high estrogen. And we are as men should be should be uh, growth hormone, not in, not not that. So when you when you fast, you actually activate your growth hormone because insulin is depleted, and then your okay. sugar levels are based out. And then what happens is when glucagon, uh, when insulin is down, glucagon is present, so that removes the fat from your body and it removes the arthritis from your joints. It basically helps go into what I was telling about the autophagy where your joints get cleaned out, all that, you deplete all the sugar in all your body. Your body starts hunting for sugar, then it starts hunting for damage and cells and proteins in the body. And so like if you have like scar tissue or if you have like a chichi mole or something, it may disappear. You have moles that start disappearing because the body will recycle that. You remember, it's not wow. going to just gonna start eating. Like they say, oh, it's going to eat your muscle. Like the body ain't stupid. Like it repairs itself. It heals bones, dude. Like the body's not dumb. <laughs> But you got to give it, you got to give it the resources it needs, like D3 and K2 moves calcium from the arteries into the bone. So like a lot of people who deal with, um, with calcified or calcium arteries, all they got to do is actually eat more avocado, more coconut oil. I love avocado. Yeah. Dude, avocado is like a super, super food. It has all your B content. Yeah, yeah. uh, I love them. Oh yeah. I eat them just like that, bro. Yeah. Vitamin C in it. And. I just wanted to say, Adrian, that behind the scenes, my wife is yelling at me that Adrian's coming back for part two just on men's health. <laughs> so everybody's thinking because it's my mission to get Adrian back. Just there you go. <laughs> Dude, no, man, I just want to keep going and going with you because you got so much great information. And, and, and I did want to kind of just flip back a little bit because you're talking about uh, intermittent fasting and fasting for periods of what, 48 to 72 hours. Yeah. Um, now, now for, well, like, so like, the weekends, your, your days off and like, you want to like go out to eat with your, your family or, or, or sit down and have meals. But so I'm trying to figure out times when I can actually fast because, um, like I work a job where at any moment I might have to, uh, engage with somebody, you know what I mean? I, I do you, arm security, you gotta, you, I do security work. But that's so what I was telling safer. you. Do you think it's, it's stronger? Could you yeah, hunt okay. an animal on day two or three if you didn't get stronger? You're designed uh, to hunt the animal as you get more hungrier. So okay, as you, I get you. you see what I'm saying? So like the first 24 you. hours, your, your, your sugar levels are going to deplete. So you're going to get tired. You're going to be like, this sucks if you do it wrong. If you take uh, Himalayan pink salt and drink it, you'll get your electrolytes or clean electrolytes. Just buy some clean electrolytes and look at carbohydrates. Week, yeah. I always do like, when I did longer fast, I do 48. Monday to Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday. But what happens is you'll start not wanting to come off and you'll have a hard time sleeping because you get so clear in the mind. You get clear cognitively. You get so clear. You're like, man, you, you, you start, you start actually remembering like you, you'll, you're going to be blown away. Okay. You start fat. You'll be blown. You'll think, cause you're thinking like naturally it tells you you're going to be weak. And now who tells you you're going to be weak? The people that want you to eat I, three times a day. Telling me myself, yeah, the fast food companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, I got to have food. Yeah. You gotta, you're like, I got to have food. Like, wait a second. I wasn't designed to eat three times a day. That's true. That's true. like, that's why yeah, we eat, break, break fast. I love, I love the way you put it, put things. The, you have a, a wonderful talent of putting things in perspective, making it very easily relatable. 
And dude, you're just a cool, bro- you're just a cool brother, man. I could tell that we could, uh, we'd be homies, man. We we get together, <laughs> and we kick it, dude. We be having a blast, man. <laughs> Uh, we're we're glad to have you with us, man. You're definitely coming. You're definitely going to be a return guest. Definitely. <laughs> no problem. I'm from here to the. Family, family. Yeah, you go burn fam. Family That's what's up. Let's go. <laughs> hey, so uh, I wanted to because I I know we got a short amount of time, and I I would be down to record a two or three hour banger with you, but I it's unfortunately I have a few things that I do have to take care of today. So before we got a little bit of time, man, I know you know your stuff when it comes to like biblical cosmology and flat earth and secret societies, but uh. You know, we do like to talk about that subject matter on here, and uh, I think you're going to like this new episode that that Alex, he just wrote a beautiful piece, uh, you know, about, you know, the sphere and the spinning rock and scientism versus the the level geocentric plane in the Bible. And uh, it's an awesome episode that we did where we just go for the jugular, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we go for the jugular on scientism because we think it's very important, you know, so go ahead and, and talk to the... Talk to the firmamentalist about uh, a l- real quick. Let them know how you came to to, to the flat Earth and and give them some of your flat Earth bullets. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I, I believe it or not, I'm like a lot of people were. I was I was searching uh, ufology and and uh, um, like I said, Bob Lazar and and Lou Elizondo and all that stuff and Element 115, and I was going down just a rabbit hole of the cosmos because I I liked what um, and again, biblical cosmos is actually the correct mm-hmm. way because it's biblical systems cosmos is systems and and i forgot i think it's is it well one of the languages I, there you go it's it's uh it just means systems so really god's systems are 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 you know that's the real cosmos and so i i got i, I loved tech i'm a tech guy i love tech i love um um just 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 the thought of man i want to get my hands on a space i just want to see one you know like i i, I kind of you know let, I want. I love talk to your boy here. I've seen some crazy <laughs> stuff in northern. Yeah, that's it. And I, I know, I know that most of that is probably our own guys. Trust me, they, that it's our own guys, and and a lot or of that demonic. It's, it's both. No, it's both. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. said Hitler had the first one. That's why we went into Germany, and Hitler. Cha- he had a he had a channeler that channeled what they believe an entity, which we know that was demonic. Um, mm-hmm. and she gave him. She gave that one of his one of his physicists the information to create the first anti-gravity craft which what we saw with hitler in the late 30s and, and early uh 40s and obviously that's why we went to war and, and they took those crafts to antarctica and they had those crafts in mm-hmm. antarctica and they had bases in antarctica and a lot of this stuff you could find on the discovery channel in the, in the black files in the um, untold history of the earth this is stuff that's put out there so we know that it, it's 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 in there. It, it's out there. They they have given us disclosure. One thing that the demonic world's doing now is disclosure. That's what got me into yeah. um, really going down this this rabbit hole of of you know alien beings. And I mean, I was wrapped in the Roswell, um, really getting into EB one and and he was on the in the in the base for they said five years and they have video and all this crazy stuff, which is extraterrestrial being one. Um, he was the, the yeah. So you know about Phil up. Schneider. You know about Dulce. You know, oh, dude, the dumbs. Phil Schneider, the dumbs. <laughs> yeah, dude. We we dude. I live in New Mexico, man. We got Los Alamos. We got Sandia yeah. Labs. We got where they tested the atomic bomb. We got Roswell. We got yeah. Like, what they the said American is they have like, these dude, Nephilim. This place has a high 
high spiritual energy. In so Mexico. they said that the <laughs> Nephilims are in those bases, walking and talking with our with our leaders and our black ops departments and things of that nature. So I mean, again, it, it and they talked about long limbed beings, uh, white, um, very pale beings, and beings with big heads and and all that, and small beings, and and uh, you know, it, it was very fun too. Yeah, oh, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And and actually, that is one of the beings that is interdimensional is what people think, meaning they just disappear. So they come, they go, and they just disappear. So we don't know. And and so some of these accounts, I mean, they look and seem credible. And again, anything that's on television or documented, I kind of take with a grain of salt because again, I know how hard production is. I do a lot of production. I do videos and edit videos and drone footwork, uh, drone footage and, and all that stuff. And that's why I want to do probably some sort of a movie here coming up. But, um, no, I just, so it just getting deep into that was like, okay, well there's some, something going on. And then I stopped, I, I, I watched a thing with Joe Rogan and he had the, the, the guy on where he was talking about mass, um, extinction events that tend to occur every 10,000 years or so and how they documented the ice and the ice concurred that the earth was actually hotter a couple thousand years ago because of the core sample of the ice, you know, showed that that particular ice sample was, was, was more moist than the the ice samples now, meaning we're colder now. Um, so once I kind of got done with, with all that, the catastrophic events with Joe Rogan, then I got it, then uh, flat earth popped up with George. And, you know, at first I was like, uh, look his his i told him his his um his little thumbnail looked kind of like an eye to me so i was like well maybe this is like conspiracy yeah. stuff or something because i it when just the way my eyes work when i'm when i'm driving or glancing and just all oh, the next podcast i'm like oh it looks like an eye in the middle of a, a red in the middle of an eye but then you obviously it's the flat earth and all that but do it just off the top of my head so then i'm thinking like oh this this you know i'll, I'll give it a whirl and try it man i mean whatever i'm done with all this you ufology the reason why i was done just to kind of cap it off is like I told um, George was all the measurables or whatever, all the observables were the same. Dark, pixelated pictures, 90% happened at night. They could never get a clear photo of it. They could never, nothing ever got documented. Like with like, oh dude, like I could see you guys. Like if I seen you're an alien, it's like, okay, that's that's an alien, right? Like none of that. I'm going to send you, you're going to mess with your boy though because we, we need to talk for hours, bro. So when I bring you back for part two, this is where we're going to go. We're going to take it here because I'm going to tell you, and, and I'm going to send you some pictures that I got on my phone because I do, uh, me and, and Gabby, we have some actual uh, photographic evidence of like, I have purple plasma floating around in the yeah. sky on my phone. No, like, no, I, 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 like, yeah. I kid you not. The day before I went on George's podcast, we look it up. We have the Dallas uh, Fort Worth lights that went through. There was an orb that came down. Ask my wife and my kids. We jump, I jump out of the car and kind of like the last piece of it but it's on like instagram and stuff there was a okay. orb that was floating right like floating off in the distance and i'm thinking like i told my wife i said babe look at that i said that looks a little weird i was like i don't know what that is and and it starts getting closer and we're like i said babe i don't think that's a helicopter because we have we actually have a few uh airports in the area and uh and we were i live here by the texas motor speedway so you know stuff fl- floating in all the time but this one was like weird it's kind of like 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 doing one of these well dude it breaks off into three and people wow. caught yeah, it on camera it. and i saw and i was like and we're like standing out of our car now looking at it and it's like floating 
breaking off into three, gets really bright, and then it starts fading and dissipating. And then next thing you know, they just kind of all dissolve and go away. I'm thinking like, what the heck was that, dude? Like, that was the weirdest thing, but that was funny. That's awesome, dude. Uh, Yeah, I definitely want to talk about this. So it'll have to be half men's health, Alex, and half uh, (laughs) ufology. Because I I, I went down all that stuff too, man, because I was like, I need to understand what I'm seeing. Because I've seen a weird serpentine thing that looked like intestinal track just fly through the sky in northern New Mexico. It was all black. It flew right over me and my brother. I've seen the the orbs give birth to other orbs and fly around and do these formations, come into a cluster, then break apart. And then the big one, I'm not going to get in this story, but do we saw uh, what I call, I just say a mothership because the people, you know, it's oh, this wow. huge, huge. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like two super Walmart stacked on top yeah. of each other, but oval. And it was, it, it looked, the outside of it looked like water. And, and when I, and it, when, when I prayed out loud in Jesus name, this thing broke apart into four smaller vessels right. and flew towards the mountain. And when it looked like it was going to hit the mountain, it vanished. So that's, See, that's what I was what, like. And that's yeah. the thing a part of my observables was that like, they don't really engage us, which means they're not a higher authority. Because if, if these things and beings and, and this technology was here to harm us, I mean, they would have already taken authority, but they don't have authority because our authority comes from God. So that's kind of what. Yeah. Well, I think, I think too, when you have Christ and you have, have uh, Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit, you're untouchable. I think the people that have, I I think abduction phenomenon is a real phenomenon. Oh, for sure. I think that these demons, you know, these demons, the angels, fallen angels, you know what I mean? The disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, that's what the artificial intelligence is all about. But I think that they're into genetics because they are. They're trying to amass an army to fight with gods when he returns because God's got two thirds of the legion and they only got one, one third, and he wiped out the Nephilim, which was their offspring. So now they're into transhumanism so they can articulate and take over our minds and these demonic spirits can inhabit us and they can take control over us. So I think that's part of it. And then I think also in these deep underground military bases and and other facilities- (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're doing genetic experiments with human beings and animals and, you know, GMO humans. Well, see, I think, I mean, too, that's other, where... And, and I, I think they're building an army that that is demonic and will be released on Earth one day. And it's going to be Satan's army. And it's going to be... Because, like, what did Jesus say in Matthew 24? When the Son of Man returns will be as in the days of Noah. So the days of Noah is when the Nephilim and, uh, and these angels were intermingling with human seed. Right, I think, but the two don't mix like mire and clay, right? Uh, well, just look at look at look at um, Revelations when he talked about these these flying things with tails that have faces of men. I mean, that's that's exactly. It reminds me of the Matrix. I don't know if you remember the Matrix and those guys that were the uh, um, the Merovingian had two guys that had that look. And I think, and I, I agree with you. I feel like. I feel like Joshua, when they talk about the battle of AI, in my mind, in my spirit, it always felt like AI, artificial intelligence, the battle of AI. Why will God have this random battle of AI and we're going to have a battle of AI? And the whole point of the battle of AI was they were not to take what was, what was of, the, of, the, of the AI, of, the, of that group, of that, those Canaanites in that area, and they did anyway. So... So it was, uh, it's something that, that I feel like I, I agree with you guys like this, this algorithm for, for, um, just the deception. I mean, it's, it is here. I mean, they, 
they are I'm looking at and you guys know, I mean, I mean you you probably know the industry is catering towards AI photos right now. Like all these because they don't have to no longer shoot a guy, you know, and pay a guy. They can just yeah. play this AI generated app and it'll do cartoon type designs for them. I mean, I use AI. I use Chat GPT all the time. Type in endocrine system, type in liver functions. It'll literally tell you exactly. Now they do cater to uh, on some things I saw they cater, like if you talk about vaccines and stuff like that, it'll, the wording will be honest, but it still will say, but they're safe and they're encouraged and all that. So they'll like chat GPT. But for the most part right now, we're the early stages of using that technology for our advantage, for knowledge, because that is ultimately the, the, the only way we will ever come out victorious is if we understand who we are and, and what God has for us here on this earth. And that's why he hates flat earth. That's why the deception is out there. That's why, you know, the Lord says <clears throat> in Genesis that we are to look to the skies for the times and the seasons. Yes. To know when, and there's no way for us to know the times and the seasons if we don't know the times and the seasons because the Jesuits control it. They tell us our calendar. They We know that October is oct. We know that November is, is new web. You know, we know this stuff. December or Diaz. I mean, we know, but we don't even know our own calendar anymore because it's been manipulated and changed. And we're, we are, we have become a pagan, pagan society. Why else would they create a country with a star in the middle where the White House sits in the middle of a star and they have all this Greek and Roman mythology around the, the mall, yes. Washington and these Greek gods and, uh, and all this Osiris's 14th member and all that crazy stuff as the exactly. Washington. Exactly. Like, dude, come on, dude. Like, why would they not have not, Nothing with Christian. This was a Judeo-Christian colony. Nothing to see here with 13 colonies. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Oh my gosh, dude. You're so you're so in my wheelhouse, man. Like that this is the kind of stuff that I like to talk about. This is the stuff that like when you get into conspiracy, you really start to get to the truth. Cause you'll go down a lot of false rabbit holes. But that, my friend, is like that that's I, I'm with you on all that stuff. And it yeah, that's awesome. Like the the hidden Masonic uh, symbolism in in uh, Washington D.C. is is just unreal. Over it's the top. more like, prevalent it's, than anything Christian. There's nothing. Christian I, I've always told people too, like same thing with the Pentagon and you know them hitting it. Come on, man, it was a missile that just just planed it and magically just disintegrate. You know, but what did they do? The Pentagon and they hit it and they light it on fire, bro. It's a pentagram on fire. Like these are their rituals, you know what I mean? Like the the, the Luxor and the shooting in Las Vegas, and 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 it's in front of the pyramid. Like, come on, man! Like, like when you but normies just don't see this stuff, and we try to show them, and they'd be like, "Oh, you just like you're just yeah." The cameras didn't work, and we don't know who did it, and there's no fingerprints, and it's like, come on, dude. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. But the artificial intelligence. Thing really scares me more than anything else because it's like they can freaking frame you or when we catch them real video footage of, the, of them doing something and they could be like oh that was just artificial intelligence made it that wasn't really well, us. they can take your name image likeness and your signature recreate it i mean that's scary your voice yeah they can send your voice you can they can make everything. a video of you performing some act and it's and not only you and it's crazy i saw i saw a video on instagram too and you know i i it they'll just pop up in feeds when you're scrolling through or whatever, you know what I mean? Because I I don't mess with that stuff on there. It's the pages for, but you know, you see uh, things will pop up with like 
influencers and girls and women trying to make themselves look sexy. And somebody posted a video and it was all about how all these, like, they were saying like 80% of these female influencers, they're all just fake. They're not even real people. They're just artificial intelligence creations. And they look like humans. They look That's like- what just, the, I was watching a movie on, I want to say it was Tubi. And it was on how they, tr how they, this guy created this AI that he created, he had a relationship with the AI, not nothing bad, almost like a, um, a he wanted to protect the AI because the AI was basically helping with, um, with, uh, groomers and pedophiles and, and to track. And then they would interact with the AI and it was this little girl and, and, the how, how her mannerisms were so like, wow. I mean, it was the coding, but then the AI started taking life of its own thinking, well, I can do this and I can do that. And I could be more real if I do that. And I have feelings and it's good. Oh, dude. It's like, it totally opens your mind up. Like, dude, these, these, the, this, I mean, being, and even the number one thing, dude, that, that blows my mind was even mission impossible disclosure. Did you see a mission of the last one? They started mm -hmm. off with the AI in the middle. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Spoiler alert. But anyway, they start off with the AI, right? So they don't, they, they basically the captain of a submarine, it thinks he's under attack. So all their radars, their sonar goes off, right? Oh, the enemy's right there. And they shoot a missile at, which by the way, doesn't work around curves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> I know. Right. Oh Lord. Yeah, I know. Right. Let's get into that one. So they shoot this <laughs> missile at this, this submarine that's supposedly shoot about to, that's armed going to, and they, they, this AI bot fakes it, right? Gets in their defense system, tells them there's a there's a submarine shooting a missile, armed, got them locked, about to shoot. When they fire one off, and then the the submarine disappears, and then they they so they say they neutralize that 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 submarine missile. Well, it turns around, and they go, "What happened? We can't get control of it. We lost it. Comes right back at them and blows them up because and they and they flash to the AI the AI face." that fades out and the captain didn't see it. I mean, it's like, dude, they are full on. And the other one they did on, on Mission Impossible, they shot the guy in the neck with this little tag. I think it was the one they did in 2018 so they can just track him to do tracking and these little chips that they're going to, that they are. Oh, and mosquitoes I've seen. RFID. That, 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 oh, dude, it's, it's crazy, man. I'm telling that, you. Yeah, bro. Just the world we live in, praise the Lord. Yeah. You know, that's why we got to. Yeah, thank on. God we have the Holy Spirit, bro. Because if it wasn't for that, man. So, uh, yeah, bro, hit us with three flat earth bullets, bro. Well, first on the, my, my, my <laughs> bullet is the, the number one, I think I, I tell them is, is if I'm going to tell somebody, I say, look at the word of God and you explain the firmament, just ex tell me what you think. Tell me what it is. Tell me what the water's below and the water's, tell me what that is. Like, explain that to me where where you can tell me that we live that we know the realm that we're in because there's a dome that nobody went to space second is preach a sermon on, go go read your bible and preach a sermon about space you you can't so <laughs> it doesn't exist like how are you going to prepare a teaching a sermon on outer space like you can't they done it there's looking i've seen i've, I've seen, seen pastors that tell i've that. seen them tweak the word of god yeah. to fit the yeah. narrative of space because yeah. when God says there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth, he's talking about obviously the firmament and what's below, right? That makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Not, not a, a, new, a, new, a new outer space and a galaxy that's trillions and trillions of billions and billions and quadrillions. And There's and the we, firmament, then there's outer darkness. And I tell him number three is look at Alpha Centauri 
four and a half light years away, 27 trillion miles away. And you're telling me that that's the, that's the closest star and you can see beyond that. I can't even see 30 miles away. What are you talking about? You don't have visuals and optics. There's nothing that can see 27 and a half trillion miles away. No. There's not, it, it, our own math doesn't allow us to get to the end of the universe. That's why they said the Hubble is barely at the end of the Milky Way, but not really, but it is, but it's not, and doesn't have clear photo. It's like the scam is, is unbelievable. I, I kill people all the time because I'm, I, God has wired me a certain way. So I just go, tell me the furthest, tell me, tell me the curvature. Where's the curvature that you see? You, you can't see it. Tell me how fast how fast the, 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 the Milky Way is moving, 66,000 miles an hour. We're moving at 1,000 miles an hour around as, a, as the Earth going around the sun. 1,000 miles per hour, meaning if I leave Earth right now, go up in an air balloon, I should move 1,000 miles. I don't care, but forget gravity. 1,000 miles an hour, that's freaking ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> like dude. So, I mean, it, it's just like when you start really breaking it down and looking at it, 238,000 miles, and I look at the moon, it's like right there. I go out every mm -hmm. night. I told my brother the other night, I said, dude, go out on the moon. And remember when he said he made two light sources, because I my I, I hit people hard. I hit it with like seven bullets. Two yeah, light sources. Too. Like there's no such thing as the I say the moon cannot reflect off the sun. It it reflection is hotter than the source. It's brighter than the source. If you reflect a watch, you reflect it's the it's brighter. It doesn't yes. it's it, it's brighter and it's hotter. But but the sun's uh is a positive heat source. The moon is a negative source so that means it's colder so you have you have electrons you actually have electrolytes coming out of the moon because you have you have uh um certain aspects of 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 heat and that's why it attracts to black like it's nothing to do with actual the sun it's actually black tracks attracts the the i forgot what it was i think it was the um either the protons or some it attracts the energy to the clothing that's why black is hotter because black is like is like a magnet to that energy source and that heat source, and so and then also I tell them that sun is so local you can see the angles when it's above the clouds. It's like four or five mm -hmm. angles. That's not an angle that that is. If the sun is forty trillion times the size of the Earth, well that that the rays of We'd light be in the middle of one ray <laughs> exactly, and it's not. It's it's so crazy, dude. I'm like. So now when I look in the in the rakia, my my five year old daughter knows what the rakia and the firmament is. Yeah. So it's, I got some stuff coming for y'all down the road. It's going to be, I'm, I'm trying to launch it. I, I may have to hit y'all up on some ideas, but I got some stuff, man. And, and, uh, I'm just trying to figure out which way I want to go. Cause people are on it, dude. I heard Candace Parker with Bill Maher. He, she knows we ain't went to the moon. She knows something's not right. Mm -hmm. And I see tons of people putting it out there now. Like, nah, I don't know. It just doesn't, you know, it doesn't fit the narrative. Cause they don't care. They're like, we're not, we don't care about the narrative anymore. We don't. We know that 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 we're being lied to, because we're tired of it. To be honest, you know, and that's why that's why truth podcasts are growing because people are learning. Hey, man, they've lied to us because they overplayed their hand with COVID, and then pe a lot of people that weren't awake started to wake up. You know, not woke, awake. <laughs> you know, and, and so like, and, and like just be COVID. yeah, and 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 now we're like they lied to us for the last four years. Uh, what else did they lie to us about? And then they start looking into it and then they're like, and then that opens up the floodgates and now people are like, okay, well, I, they can't be trusted. So now they're going to other sources for their information. They're coming to shows and podcasts like this one and like flatter files and they can't, they, that's why they'll have to do this great digital purge because if they don't, man, 
and I don't care. They can't keep a lid on the truth anyways, because it's God's truth and it's the and it's a lie. They can't keep the lid on the truth forever. And the cat's gonna come out the bag and it's coming, bro. I think this is where we have to go to expose the wizard behind the curtain. We're gonna pull it back and we're gonna show who it is. And once once they've been exposed, we can take control of all of our systems back, our education system, our healthcare system, our family units. Yeah. <laughs> and I and, and for me. Like, I, I, I believe that too. I feel like, like if you look, cause if you really, if you really think about it, right. The Bible says that in the end, that the, the inflation would be so high that it would take a day's wage for a loaf of bread for what yeah. it says. And then it says, which we see that. And then it says that in the end, those that don't want the mark will run to the mountains and the caves. So we know, we know there will be a certain, <laughs> we know that even in the end that God's grace, that there'll be a certain mutiny, a certain rising up. And I believe like that's why I feel like this is a potential chance. The reason why I was going to say at the beginning of the show, I didn't do my podcast because God stopped me. We shot three episodes and my wife, I told my wife, I said, something's not right. God's telling me to do a show on Revelations. And I was like, at the time, I, was, yeah. I don't want to do it because I was like, I, don't, I just feel like that's weird. It's not, it's not prevalent. And God obviously knew before I knew that Israel would be attacked by, you know, by the Hamas and all that crazy. And, and what I was getting at was, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Kim Clement, but he's a great, uh, he's a great prophet who passed away in 2016. He's got a crazy history with, even with the government predicted the world trade in 96 and all that, that they re actually recruited him after he, after he prophesied about the world trade and he, he actually prophesied about the hot bush that would go into Iraq, but God did not want this bush to go into Iraq because it wasn't wow. what I wanted, but the hot bush went into Iraq anyway. We know who the hot bush was. And so, I mean, there, there's, so anyway, Ken Clement talked about 2027, which actually lines up because he actually said Trump would be a two-term president. This was 07 and 2014 that he prophesied wow. Trump would be a two-term president. In 07, I mean, this is like, <laughs> no one even thought of it. But what, what I'm getting at is I believe that potentially this last term, if that Trump will most likely get in, and if he does get in, it makes things very interesting because then we would see the three years of peace before, because you know, Every president on their second term, third, fourth year is a lame duck president. And actually the president we have now is most likely the lame duck president if he doesn't officially uh, launch his campaign, because if he doesn't launch a campaign, this is the lame duck year because he, if he's not the nominee and there's another nominee, he's a lame duck. So any, either way it go, he's looking like a lame duck president, which means there will be a regime change at the end of this year, which means in the next four years on the third year. We are potential for three years of peace, and and then we enter into the tribulation. Wow, wow, wow! Deep stuff, man. We're gonna have to bring you back for part two, Alex. Man, I know you wanted to chime in. We gotta get going, but uh, Alex, man, say say your final goodbyes to Adrian and the firm fam. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, Adrian, no regrets on on uh, begging you to come on to the Firmamental podcast. Like you, you lit it up, and man, I just had a blast. Uh, listening to you and getting to know you better and uh you're coming back for part two even if i have to physically come and get you in texas so. <laughs> that's all good man i'm down to get on i just want you guys to just know and 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 i i want to pray father i pray for these two men lord mm -hmm. and their families that you would continue to bless inspire anoint we know that you have given them the ideas the strength the wisdom their production their folks that help them behind the scenes lord bless and anoint them lord and i pray that they see the increase, even tonight, tomorrow, the vision, the dreams that they would continue with the standard of excellence, Lord, from everything that they do, from their 
their all their editing, all the hard work that they're doing, that this platform would continue to preach your good news without regret, without refrain, and just with, with absolute truth and conviction, Lord. As John the Baptist, a wild man with honey, preached that you, the kingdom of heaven, is at hand. And we believe that today. Bless my brothers, bless their family, their children, and their children's children, Father, as you have promised with the Abrahamic covenant. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, man. I love it. I love it. Man, you, you pray. <laughs> you pray awesome too, dude. I, I love you, Adrian, dude. You're <laughs> we're gonna be friends, man. Me and you, we're gonna be friends. I got I got another I make so many friends through this show, but I like yeah. you, bro, dude. I hey, I'd love to take you. the drone out to New Mexico or, or Arizona. Bro, Arizona. Dude, so Scipio from Dispatches from Reality, two time guest brother of ours. Dude, he's talking about he wants to make a, a, a another biblical cosmology documentary with flat earth experiments and and he's got places in Florida he wants to go, and he's like, "How are we gonna do this?" So, bro, you could be the drone guy. There you go. Hey, I'm telling you, that's what I, I feel like. I God told me to do a movie this year, so I will definitely drone it up. I got skills. Let's go, man. Let's do it. We need to get it out there, man, because the only way that that we continue to suffer is lack of knowledge. My people perish because of the lack of knowledge. That's the word of God. Amen, bro. And uh, just tell them one more time where they can find you. Uh, you can email me at ATRA0307 at yahoo.com. Um, right now, I just, I've just i been really busy at work with the kids, five kids in the church, yeah. um, but God is, is expanding me and I'm believing that uh, we're going to find new platforms. And But if you got any questions, I can help or shoot a video to you or encourage you, feel free to reach out. You, you, if I can lead you in the right direction to anti-aging or, or overcoming a sickness, an illness, or how to how to detox from metals or all that stuff. And, and I mean, you know, I'll, I'll do my best to help you out. Well, you heard it here, folks. What a great episode today. Thanks again to Adrian and to all the firmamentalists out there. Remember, protect your dome and we'll see you next time. Peace. How do we find ourselves here within these walls and chains as a team? Droplets. Who is there to blame? Divided and silenced. Where's the love ignited to fight this? Follow me through the storm.
earth, dear.